week's episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, William Martin, Clayton John, and Christopher Admack. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the Shun of Rens. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. The show ended, but we're back. And this is episode 356, season kickoff spectacular, also known as Where's My Goddamn Belt? <laughs> uh, your, belt your belt is down here in Maryland and will be ready for you on May 15th. Coming to collect it. Can't wait. Sorry, technically May fourteenth. May fourteenth first. That's uh, sure. <clears throat> All right, so I'm back finally. It's been five months since I've been on the show. Now, I mean, not that much has happened in the last five months. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to so, yeah. So we're going to sort of do a season preview because I don't know about you guys, but I know very little about what's going on with this team. No one, no one knows anything. I'm pretty sure, like even half the news we've gotten is fake, and we're going to show up and be like, "Who the hell are these guys?" It's just going to be Red Bulls two coming out on the pitch. It's, it's really MLS is just playing as um, <clears throat> all the USL sides opening weekend. Yeah. It's like, and now starting a striker, Jeff McNeely. Who? <laughs> I'm just waiting for the broadcast to play the Simpsons soccer intro now, just to <laughs> fuck with us. Ariaga, Ariaga too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, since the last episode, not a lot has happened. Um, no players have left, which I guess is a good thing to a degree. Uh, one player is absolutely in, and that's Andrew Gutman, who is on loan from Atlanta. Who, in turn, I think either took him on loan or bought him from Celtic. So. Uh, uh, that's a weird situation, but either way, we have him playing for us now. Then two question marks, because what would Red Bulls preseason right before season opener be without question marks? Uh, Frankie Amaya from FC Cincinnati is rumored to have signed or to be with uh, the Red Bulls now. Supposedly, the deal has went through, but Amaya will not play unless he gets a new contract. At least that's what's being reported. Uh, why matters is because apparently he is on the last year of a generation Adidas contract, which, in case you weren't sure, because MLS has too many fucking roster rules, was a special contract for youth development. And um, apparently it carries, the contract carries a three years worth of club option. And we all know how the Red Bulls offer club options, so I don't pay them <laughs> for one new contract. Yeah, they work out so well. <laughs> yep. Uh, and the second player is Patrick uh, Klima. I'm pretty sure I said that wrong, but I don't care. 
uh, from Celtic. There's, it's said that he is on his way, but I guess it's a deal is not signed as of yet. But from yeah. what I saw on the quick search today, it's pretty much a done deal, just need to sign it kind of thing. Yeah. Apparently the Glasgow Times are reporting it as a done deal. Oh, whew. <laughs> I mean, that powerhouse of uh, football reporting <laughs> is is not something to joke about, so. Well, Celtic plays in Glasgow, and I'm assuming that's their post. I don't know. Yeah, I know. All right. Um, any thoughts on the roster moves that have been made since you guys recorded about a month ago? I don't know any of these fucking people. Yeah. But, what am I going to talk about? Yeah. I'm still not excited. I mean, Scottish strikers have. Scottish Premier League strikers have generally not performed all that well in MLS, and uh, Mr. Klowala, uh actually, you know, from that area of the world, Klamala, okay, never mind. Uh, he had three goals and 18 appearances with Celtic. So, yay. He's going to be the Scottish uh, brother, Rick Phillips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll Saying it right now. <laughs> uh, I... Don't know. I guess the Frankie and Maya thing is good. I mean, Matt Doyle seems to think so, as long as it's actually a deal. So we'll have to see. And I guess we can always use depth on the on the back line. Uh, I still don't know why we got rid of Tim Parker, but I don't know. Uh, so season predictions, like we do every year, we're gonna give our predictions. We're gonna say how well the Red Bulls will do in the Eastern Conference. If they'll make the playoffs, if they will somehow make a miraculous run towards the shield, which I don't think any of us are going to say they will, but uh, Pat, we'll start with you. What do you think is going to happen with the Red Bulls this year? I mean, I generally think they're going to be bad. Uh, uh, you know, once again, no big signings. Uh, once again, still trying to get uh, well, you know, trying to find quality in the bargain bin. Um, you know, I think I recently looked up uh, what you know, each team's salary was, I think it was on transfer market and we're in like the bottom quarter almost of the league in salary. So I, I count me as not a Gerhard Struber believer, at least until I see it until he somehow proves me wrong. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really expect it. I, I, that being said, I feel like I expect them to be terrible every year in the last couple of years. And they do manage to squeak into the playoffs. So I'm just going to say they get that seventh seed. Yes. I, you know, you predict the doom and gloom. I predict half doom, partial gloom. Uh, it's so hard to not get into the playoffs. You, you just, you have to be a travesty of a team. They're not a travesty. I don't believe they're a travesty. Uh, hopefully they're playing with Caden Clark all this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if they do the smart thing and put in the Flemington Flash, They'll be fine. Just Brian White plays, he'll score. You know, he's, he's got to be in every game. He's like Brandon Nimmo for the Mets this year. Just keep that guy in the lineup. He's going to do big things for you. Uh, I have the confidence that they will get in, and they will definitely lose in their first playoff game. But they're getting in. They're getting in for sure. I think you could almost lock that up. The one thing this team's done every year since 2010 is make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think a six or seven seeds probably will end up Unless 
I mean, the only thing I can say is that we have had for the last few few new managers some good mojo, so maybe that'll help out Carhart Schuber. But I, I honestly don't see us finishing any higher realistically than fifth. I mean, it our supposedly best strikers only here through June, so lovely. That's that's Brian White's going somewhere. <laughs> Tom Barlow's going somewhere? Amy's uh, one of our one of our center backs wants to be out and has wanted to be out for a few years. Aaron Long, this is if he's gonna leave, this is the summer's gonna happen. Otherwise he's just gonna retire, I guess, at Red Bull at this point. <laughs> he will never let him go if they don't <laughs> let him go this year. I, they, they won't win a playoff game. That's just how we are. Get in. Maybe Lockheed's, but no, we're not. All right. Uh, Truman, I think we had some tweets from listeners that had uh, their predictions. Yes, lots and lots of tweets. Uh, thank you, everybody. So we just kind of sent in, what's your realistic expectations? So we got we got a few. Uh, at all 444 uh, said, my realistic expectation is that our overabundance of midfielders is going to translate to fresh legs every game or none of them get into that rhythm good form or some of them play out of position more than likely or all three subs for many games will be in the midfield because it's all we'll have <laughs> so i just like that we're going to play a maybe a one four 25 midfielder one defender goalie formation i like i like this idea you just make the midfield a giant cluster fuck no one can get through. It's like the neutral zones app of the 95 Devils. You just cloud out that whole area. He'll be that Brian White to send him on a long pass, you know? I, I like this play. It's kind of it's kind of like a grade school soccer strategy where all the kids are just clumped together and they're swarming back and forth. So I like it. I like the strategy. It's hard to call offside if everybody's with the ball, so. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. The, ref not, the ref's not going to go. What the hell is going to be some 17-year-old teenager wanting to go out and smoke a cigarette? He's not going to be really watching these kids. Just be running around like a bunch of idiots. <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, JBS at JBS 319 said first round in US or first round out in USOC and playoffs. Right. I don't even know if the US Open Cup's happening this year. Well, we're out already. Congratulations, Red Bulls. Already out. We weren't even in. Uh, at Tyler Merton said, uh, realistically, we should expect an improvement in the on field performances. <sighs> Tyler, you're a better man than us. Uh, <laughs> better yeah. RPA. Uh, I guess there's nowhere to go from the ground and up, right? Because last year was a fucking shit show. A playoff berth. Agreed. A clear and obvious style of play. We we hope, right? I think we're all hoping that there will be a plan this year. I, I do think Schuber will at least do that. Yes. And Clark to be on the field, which I think we all will say, fuck, he better be. Fuck, yeah. better. Just don't get his jersey. Uh, Ed Ritter at Ed Ritter 60 said so much change it's impossible to say I know it's a low bar but I just want us to qualify the pl for the playoffs and we'll see from there really want to see a coherent style that has offensive intent as well don't we all and again it is a low bar to not make the playoffs I mean it's, yeah. it's really hard uh, Adam from Earth said realistic expectations playoffs it is literally impossible to know any more about this team with a new coach and no visually proven preseason matches. 
The team will either succeed in enacting the system or they will fail. Talent is meaningless. There is only talent is meaningless. There is only press. Long press. live press. 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 Keep pressing. Uh, Keith Brown at Mad's Dad 101 said the stadium will smell. Parking parking will be twenty bucks. Epinadas will rock. We lose three one. So I guess that's his prediction for the first game. <laughs> and I harassed our good friend Jeremiah at Road Co- Red Coach J to, to tweet us, and he did. Uh, he said, I was going to tweet something last night, but I'll be honest. I don't know what to make of this season. I'm cautiously optimistic, if for no other reason but how many of the players are talking about playing the Red Bull way. Again, everyone having that clear vision is a good start. And I think maybe that's what we're hoping. If, if, if you know, Struber did, if he's built, if he brought in players to play a certain system, we're just hoping that he has the brain. It's like picking the guys he thinks will, will actually fit in. We don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then... Still, uh, we still don't have a Carlos Vea or uh, Joseph Martinez on our team. Yes. And then, Jeremiah, you tweeted again, but we're going to talk about that a little later in the show. It's kind of weird that, like, Rebels seems to think a system somehow beats talent, but, yeah, whatever. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, me, I'm ready to run all over the fucking field all day, but guess what? If you put me out there, we're going to lose. Yeah. Now, remember, they, they played a great system, but remember, they had really good players. Yeah, yeah. I remember there was this guy called Bradley Ray Phillips. Yeah, Sasha, Dax. Yeah, they were kind of good. Robles. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's easy enough to not care about the players when you have no real stick of uh, – no real measuring stick for success in this league and no real measuring stick for failure since there's no consequences. Mm-hmm. So – by the way, I'm not advocating for pro-rail at the moment. I just want to be that clear. Point is, a European soccer system coming to America, they have no consequences for failure and no real consequences for, or no real reason to succeed, aside from their mission statement of getting players up to Salzburg and Leipzig. Mm-hmm. So that's their goal right now. Unfortunately, it's the way it is. Hopefully that changes, but... Yeah, we're a farm team. I mean, realistically, the players and the coach want to win. But from the organiza- bigger organization, they don't care if we win here. All they care about is can we produce talent for their teams. Now, I actually was pro, pro rel, but now I don't think I am anymore because I'm pretty sure we'd get relegated. No, we wouldn't be relegated. We're, we'd, be, we'd be the Everton where we're always middle of the table. Never. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never really like we have those stretches where we look like we'll be top four, but we never actually make it. And when we look like we could be relegated, we'll find some way to get those few points at the end of the season and just avoid it. <clears throat> I say that as as an Everton fan who watched the season start off with great promise and just nosedive. So I just feel like with no constraints, other teams would be like, "Well, time to spend." Well, that's because the other teams care about winning their their league. So exactly. All right, uh, we do have an email. Uh, Chris from Kingston writes in. He says, "Hi, Jason, Truman, and Pat. Happy end of preseason and bring on the 2021 New York Red Bull season. And here's hoping you're still up for another bout too. Well, ask us again in a few months." <laughs> <laughs> With all the new recruits, who do you see taking over starting positions this year? I, 
I'm going to break this up. So I think it's a good question. I mean, honestly, the only lock is Adam or is um, Aaron Long, maybe Caden Clark, but I don't know for the other <laughs> players. Fabio. Yeah, Fabio. Oh. I, I don't count that as a loss. This is not here past June. Yeah, I mean, I, I've certainly heard, I've heard. Uh, I mean, most what few preseason previews I've been able to read. I mean, they say they're going to a four four two, and they say it's going to be Fabio and that new goalkeeper Coronel. Apparently, everyone has him penciled in. Uh, left back is obviously Gutman now, and I guess uh, that British guy is going to tra- uh, push Kyle Duncan at right back. And then the new center back, what's his face? Reyes. Jose? Uh, no, Andres. <laughs> no. Mm. All right, uh, next question. And what about the news of Red Bull buying, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce the team's name, Nika? N E X A C A in Liga Wait, MX. What do you think that said? I'm not gonna repro- I'm not gonna say it again. I realize how bad I said it the first time. Nizaka. 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 I'm not saying it naked. again. It's like NECA wafers. <laughs> like, ah, oh, it's a team naked, you know. <laughs> All right, uh, what about the news of <clears throat> Rebels buying them? Surely there's a rant about being a neglected stepchild over that, right? Oh my god, if they make that team better than us, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> I mean, they got to buy the team first, and then we can worry about being relegated underneath Mexico, which I think would have to happen automatically because Liga MX clearly is going to be the team that would make it to a Club World Cup, <sighs> which is not really much anyway, but. If Red Bull Mexico starts winning league titles, I'm. I'm... I'm going to run on the field and just take a shit on it. I don't care if I lose my season tickets. I don't care. I'm just going to run want, out. I want to, I want to see how, how CONCACAF would handle the Red Bull versus Red Bull matchup. Would they force one team to, or both teams to change their names and not be sponsorships anymore? Who knows? Too much money. <clears throat> Wasn't too much for UEFA. Mm. All right. Uh, thanks for all your wit. And Weisenheimery, Chris. I do like the Weisenheimery. That's that's <laughs> probably my favorite part of the show. I missed it. I missed the Weisenheimery. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw something recently that the owner of Red Bull is like one of the, is like the te- in the top ten of like wealthiest sports team owners in the world. And somehow this is the shit we still get. <laughs> well. I mean, if you've been watching Drive to Survive, you know where all the money's going. It's called Formula One. Uh, also, if you're not watching Drive to Survive, come on. You, that is, it's such a good series on Netflix. Get, get with the program, everybody. If you, see, if you honestly want to see where Red Bull's money is going, watch that show. My brother can tell me what's going on in Formula One. He actually watches it. The uh, team manager is married to one of the Spice Girls, all right? That's where the money's going. Which Spice Girl? Uh, Ginger Spice. Uh, Jerry but Har- Harwell? Harwell, is that her name? Ha- Hallowell, I think. Hallowell? I mean, to be fair, any Spice Girl is fine, but yeah. All right, so any other thoughts for a season preview? Uh, 
If you like intoxicants, stock up. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's preview the Red Bulls' first uh, official match of the year. It will take place on Saturday, April 17th, 8 p.m. game will be broadcast on MSG or uh, ESPN Plus if you do not have – or if you're outside of the MSG area. Um, we don't know anything about KC aside from the fact that they were the number one team in the Western Conference last year before entering the playoffs and then lost at some point. I don't remember which, where. I'm not looking it up at this point. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> I mean, I am in prime preseason mode. Okay. All right, uh, Truman. Since you're the defending champion, what is your prediction for the game on Saturday? Uh, I again, like you said, I I do you think I really pay attention to the rest of the league? I don't. We don't even know what the fuck's going on with our own team. It's such a cluster suck. Uh, I'm I really could give a rat's ass who's in Kansas City. I just I don't care. I I just I, I just I just don't care. Now I have a feeling this team can pull a one one draw out of its ass because that's what I have to go with. Some just ugly fucking game that's just no one's gonna want to be there for, and thankfully not a lot of people will be because not a lot of people allowed at the game. Uh, it's gonna be a dismal night of coldness. I think a good early season draw is is exactly what we need this weekend. Yeah, I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, I I, I feel like on paper, Sporting Kansas City should, you know, mop the floor with us. But at the same time, I just kind of feel like Western teams traveling east tend to struggle. Um, and, yeah, I kind of just see the same thing. Ugly 1-1 draw for the... You know, 2,000 faithful who go to this game. I was supposed to be one of them. Something's come up. Fucking sucks. Uh, but, you know, it should be... Yeah, it'll probably be just a miserable game. But we'll, we'll run draw. Goal score, uh, Bri. Fabio. <laughs> Fabio. I want the supporters to somehow whisper Fabio if he scores now. <laughs> I, I hope the announcer just knows to say Fabio. <laughs> All right, ready. Hold on, Jay. You have a mission for next week. You need to find a sweet, sweet Fabio soundbite. And I gotta fix. Go. And I gotta fix the soundbite machine. I tried playing some stuff before we started recording. It wasn't working. So shockingly, as I said to Pat, <laughs> clearly the sound effects, the soundboard will not work. What about what about that finding that old can't believe it's not butter commercial with Fabio? Like can't believe it's not butter spread. <laughs> I'll do what I can. If I'll I'll even do it in post if I have to. All right, uh, my prediction. I I want to be optimistic and say we'll win. I don't actually believe it will happen. I kind of want to do it just to be different from week one. So I'll go with an ugly one nothing win. Wow. Nobody has faith in this team to do, do that much this week. Who scores the ball? Fabio. Fabio. <laughs> by, by the way, we, we finished the legs of the Kaku statue with bronze. 
I believe we have discussed we are now going to finish the statue uh, and make it a Fabio. But I'm pretty sure we're just going to use plaster. Well, it makes it easier, right? Because if we, if we need to change it on the fly, it's... it's pretty Boom, much. smash it, knock it right down, build right up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, if, or if you absolutely need to, you can just kind of rechisel the number and be good. Yeah. I mean, so in three years, when we sign the kid who's currently 16 years old in the Bolivian third division, you know, you can make him the statue. Yeah. Or we can just get a Jimmy Carter statue, Malays forever. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, New York Red Bulls, too. They're not starting yet, but their season opener, uh, April 30th versus Hartford Athletic. Uh, before we talk about it, we do have a tweet for the next topic. Truman? What? The, okay, I'll read the tweet. Good. Uh, the, the second tweet from Jeremiah at Red Coach J. I'd also love to hear your takes on the new Gotham FC rebrand and first game. Some exciting stuff happening there as well. So uh, yeah, if say, you want to, yeah, let's let's talk about the rebrand first. I love it. I love it for a few reasons. Now, I I don't like if anyone knows me, I don't like FC because because the men and women both play in soccer leagues, not football leagues. But that's aside the point. I'm, I'm putting that aside. I love the logo. I love the colors. Um, I love that they're playing at Red Bull Arena. They should have been doing that forever. Sky Blue was a cool name, but I, Sky Blue was actually a corporate name too. So they did. I mean, people kind of forgot it was like kind of like a, a corporate name for the organization that ran the team. So it's kind of nice to see them do away with that and kind of pick like a straight up team name. Uh, I'm pumped, and I think the players are going to be pumped. I mean, they already won their first game on the road. Against Orlando, I don't know how good they are. I again, I don't even know how fucking good Sporting KC is. I definitely don't know how good Orlando is. Um, but huge ups to them for getting a road win. I think them playing at Red Bull Arena is going to be an absolutely huge, huge help for them because they're going to be getting proper locker rooms, proper facilities, proper training rooms, proper everything. The way this team's deserved for years, they're going to be in a world class venue. Um, Top three venue in all of North America. Number one field in North America. It's not even close. No other team's field comes as close to Red Bull Arena, which is absolute perfection. That grass is just so nice. Um, so I'm pumped. I'm, I'm pumped for the team. I'm, I'm happy for them. And uh, let's hope they have a great year. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, overall, I like the, the, the rebrand. I think it's kind of cool. Um, I, I admit I kind of... I never thought I'd be this Jersey guy, but I, I do kind of hate the sucking up to New York City a little bit when you play in New Jersey. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, and it's it's really just bitterness over the NYCFC fans who are like, never came to a Rebel game before NYCFC because they're like, uh, it's too hard to take a 15-minute path ride to New Jersey. Yeah. So that's really all it is. Sorry for our New York fans that do come to Red Bull Arena. I don't mean anything against you. It's just, you know, so I'm a, I'm a little, eh, I don't, I don't like that. But I, I can't deny it. it's a cool logo. It's a cool name. Um, definitely better than Sky Blue. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I, I'd say overall I, I do like it. I, I'm actually with you on this one, Pat, about the, the New York branding of it. 
Uh, my it's not for me though. It's because the team was originally New Jersey branded. Right, the original name actually was Jersey Sky Blue. The logo had Jersey on it. So to go away from it, I feel like is to sort of go away a little bit from what they had named the team originally. And I remember growing up, I was always of the impression, why are the Jets and Giants New York, not New Jersey? Then, of course, I you know, became smarter and realized because they used to play in New York. Sky Blue never played in New York. So for me, it should be New Jersey-based. If you wanted to call it Gotham FC and leave NY or NJ out of it, I'm fine. Like I Honestly, I think it would have been cool if it was the same logo, just instead of New York, they put GFC or something like that. Because the Statue of Liberty, I think, is technically in both states or something like that. So you can still get the area. And that and that would have been enough for me. It just I I'm not it's not that they're sucking up to New York. That bothers me. It's more the fact that they're downplaying the fact that they're always from New Jersey. Marketing. Oh, I know it's marketing. This is marketing. <laughs> oh, no, no. I know exactly why. I'm still a little disappointed, but I know exactly what the reason it is. So. Yeah, because now now that they put Gotham FC and put the New York symbol in there, all those people who never came to Red Bull games are going to start coming to Sky Blue, or, sorry, Gotham FC games. You know, you know what's cool about the name, though? A little thing which, I mean, us comic book nerds probably know is that Gotham City, if you think about it, in most Batman lore... Mm-hmm. Pretty much was like Newark and Metropolis. Now, now it depends on what you read. Metropolis was usually considered New York City, like Manhattan, and yeah. then across the waters was dark and dank, scary Gotham, which of course is always in, at nighttime. Metropolis, everything takes place during the day. Um, but there's a lot of DC lore, depending on what you're reading, that uh, Metropolis was New York and Gotham was uh, Newark. I thought I could have sworn I thought like on maps like Gotham is in South Jersey and Metropolis is in Delaware. And then it, it, like I said, it depends on what you're reading because DC is DC and none of their things make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but that that was one of the that was one of the uh, lores in DC Comics. Hey, at least the Snyder Cut made sense. And I think in the Snyder Cut, I believe it kind of depicts that because it shows like across the water there's like Metropolis. Mm-hmm. We can spend a show talking about that four-hour <laughs> film. I still haven't watched either cut of Justice League. I liked the Snyder Cut. I did. I liked it better than the original, which was a pile of trash. Yeah, I don't... I like My uh, opinion on the original is I don't remember it at all, so it must have been bad. That's how you know it was terrible. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right. Uh, so anyway, yeah, uh, Gotham FC won their first match in the NWSL Challenge Cup, one nothing over Orlando FC, and their next match is going to be Tuesday, April twentieth, six p.m. against the uh, North Carolina Courage, and I believe pretty much all of their games this year are going to be on Paramount Plus, uh, except for like maybe one or two games on on CBS Sports or whatever linear I, channel they're going to use. I can't subscribe. I can't subscribe to another thing. I just can't. Yeah, I got I, enough things. I can't do it. Sorry, well, Paramount Plus. That's going to take me to dumping ground because guess who just signed officially the English language rights for World Cup qualifying in CONCACAF? 
Come on now. Paramount Plus? Yep. You gotta be fucking kidding me. So they have Champions League, CONCACAF World Cup Qualifying, NWSL. I think they have a few other leagues, too, now, also. Uh, Fuck how you, CONCACAF. I, I will say this. As much as it sucks, I'd rather have it be a situation like that than what we had, where some third party bought the rights and then sold them to BN Sports. That was years ago. That was the last cycle. I mean, that's not that long ago. I don't feel like I remember. No, there was no. That was a long time ago when nobody had BN. No, but the the rights ended on the last cycle, so we were still in that situation before the last World Cup. Well, this is being all over again. I mean, I guess, yes, we can all buy Paramount if we want, but, I mean, come on. You, rating, ratings are going to plummet now. Yeah, uh, I'm not disagreeing, but... <clears throat> so, yeah, Paramount plus think apparently... All, think of all the watch parties that, you know, will love, love, you know, showed all the games when it was on, like, ESPN or whatever, and now they'd be like... Pfft. Yeah, I get Paramount yeah, Plus. Yeah, I mean, how are the soccer bar is supposed to show this shit now? Yeah. Okay, let me see. I'm going to see if I can find like a kind of a full list here. Okay, so they have Champions League, Europa League, NWSL, Argent- Argentina and Brazilian leagues. Uh, 2021-22, they will also have Serie A. Uh, those are the big ones for now. Of, of course, in the CONCACAF qualifying, which I think just got announced recently. So, I don't know. I, I saw somebody somebody suggested, and I don't think it's wrong, that they're trying to ramp up to get MLS coverage rights when they get the current contract's up. So... We'll how see. Is, how much is a shitty network? I think it's ten a month. Oh fuck you! Uh, actually, the site I'm looking at says six a month, but I think it's ten for, ten a month is without the ads. Yeah. So in other words, if I like got paid this six, you know, like halfway in the middle of the game, all of a sudden be like, uh, "Do you have facial unpleasantness? Buy this cream. <laughs> It'll make your face nice." I'm like, "What's happening in the game?" <laughs> Okay, where's the pricing? Yeah, anyway, uh, on their website it says starts at six ninety nine or something like that per month. So, well, if you haven't watched Picard yet, wait until Concacaf qualifying happens. Then you can watch Picard and Concacaf qualifying. There you go. Uh, so they have two plans: limited commercials. For five ninety nine a month or fifty nine ninety nine annually, or the commercial free plan, which is nine ninety nine a month or ninety nine ninety nine a year. Just fuck off with all these fucking sites. <sighs> yep. And I just got cable back. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move off of that topic. On to another thing for dubbing ground. 
The Kaku Saga continues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, an arbiter ruled against Kaku in the dispute between the team and the players' union. Um, thank you, Pat, for fixing the agenda on the fly. Kaku is still playing in Saudi Arabia with his new team uh, because this arbitration really means a jack shit in terms of everything. Mm-hmm. All this does is give the team and MLS the ability, I guess, to go to FIFA and get the international, um, whatever they call it, the international arbitrators uh, ruling to try to get some sort of fee, I guess, for Kaku because clearly he's not going to come back here willingly. <laughs> no. No, this is about getting some money. Oh. Does anyone want him back? No. no. Not at this point, no. My jersey would, <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> and that statue. The statue, yeah, the statue, statue, statue. would gladly take him back. <laughs> like, why'd, right. you guys, why'd you guys build a Kaku statue? Because you know who's inside it. <laughs> 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 Alright. Um, do you guys have anything else for Dumping Ground? Yeah, can we can we just laugh one more time at NYCFC who are forced again to play at Red Bull Arena for what at least seven games? Something like that. What a fucking loser organization they are! Oh, yeah. they're, they're the biggest joke in Major League Soccer. And listen, if you're a fan of the team, I'm not ripping on you, but. Your owners are garbage. This team is garbage. Don Garber is garbage for letting this team even fucking exist. It's pathetic that I, I think when we were talking in, in messages the other day, how many teams I was rattling off got stadiums built already. So if you look at Orlando, so Orlando came in the same year they did, right? Yep. Stadium. Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota stadium. LA two stadium. Uh, Cincinnati Stadium, like you said, Austin FC, who's a brand new team playing this year, will be playing in their brand new stadium. Um, I believe Nashville. Uh, right, Nashville doesn't have their own stadium yet, correct? They're playing yeah, on a. But I think it's. Well, they're not starting until next year, but I think their stadium is being built. Okay, so we'll say Nashville. So Miami is playing in their. Re- their rebuilt um, training grounds, right, which will be their future training ground and, like, mm-hmm. for their um, developmental team or whatever. So they did that. They fixed that all up. They renovated that. And then they will eventually be playing in a new stadium because they do have plans finally. Have I left anybody out that you guys can think of? Uh, Crew's new stadium is open. Crew. Is that yeah. this year? Right? Yeah. Yep. So the Crew were playing in a new stadium. The Crew, who are a fucking original team, who had a stadium built for them is now playing, will be playing in another new stadium. So did I say Nashville or did I say... You said Nashville. Okay, I'm sorry. I was wrong. Nashville started last year. I got to confuse somebody else. But Nashville has a stadium under construction. They're, they're okay, currently so they're, playing so out of the uh, Tennessee Titans building. Okay. Right, they so have, they, have they have a stadium coming. So Yeah. There's a team next year. I can't remember who it is that's starting up. That's That's the one I'm thinking of. St. Louis, maybe. I yeah, know St. I think Louis St. is getting Louis. its. Um, so again, every team was told when you come into the league, you have to have stadium plans in place, uh-huh. and that has been the case for every single team, NYCFC, and that was just to put a team inside New York proper. 
to play on the worst field in the league, bar none. There is no field worse than that. It is sad and pathetic, that field that they play on, and it's insult to the game to allow them to continually play on there just so they can play in New York City. And it's, it's St. fucking embarrassing. St. Louis has a stadium under construction also. Oh, my God. They haven't even started yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that billions of dollars have left New York City, they might be desperate for money and let this team build a stadium. <laughs> but again, where? And then it's like, oh, well, we'll be at least four, four years off. Yeah, four years off when you even get a, like a plan for a stadium. Mm-hmm. The, I think Islanders the current are getting plan... stadium. Islanders. You know why? Because people are going to go to fucking watch the Islanders. I, th- I think their current plan requires somebody to sell them land, and it's like the, it's like one small building next to Yankee Stadium. That's like, no, fuck this, we're staying. Right. Kind of <laughs> land in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Actually, if I'm right, I think St. Louis is even building on the old. Um, oh, never mind. That's not the right spot. I was thinking the old stadium down there, but that's that's not the case. Um, Hell. Sacramento might change their mind, go back into the league, like rejoin the league and get a new stadium built before NYCFC does. Exactly. And that's not and the stadium situation doesn't even include the thing I told you guys the other day, where I think it's six games for NYCFC will not be shown live on the Yes Network. They will be tape delayed. And Patrick pointed and Pat pointed out there are now two Yes Networks. Mm-hmm. And they still can't get a live <laughs> game for six games this year. Man, you guys must be regretting not taking that 15-minute path ride by now, huh? <laughs> well, the, the people that will show up are going to definitely regret it. Fucking hilarious. Anyway, I'll bash them midway through the season again. It's fine. Well, actually, when we play them, I'll probably bash them about that shitty field again. All right. Um, anything else for Duffing Grounds? Oh, yeah, I got an idea. Why don't we just have them play like where the Toronto Blue Jays are playing down in Florida? They can share a field down there, right? Or Toronto FC. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I think Toronto FC is just playing out of Orlando Stadium. So we'll just go to Florida. Yeah, let's make another bubble. All right. Uh, so is that it for dumping ground? Uh, I guess you say uh, U.S. men's and U.S. women's national teams. Oh, well, U.S. men had a little bit better of a national team break. Women, I believe, at least drew one game, but they beat France pretty handily. So both national teams looking all right. But the Olympics, we fucking failed again. Oh yeah. yeah I'll talk sure. about, you want to talk about that because that was definitely after the last episode. I mean, uh, it's <laughs> it's there really is I mean, in some respects no reason that the talent of MLS can't be the talent of you know younger Honduran players. It, it just it, it makes little to no sense. Um, I I can't believe we're having this conversation again. I, I do think. MLS and U.S. soccer needs to consider, my personal opinion, needs to consider creating a winter league, uh, like a youth winter league, maybe to play all the games in Arizona, Florida, or whatever, or something like that. Kind of like like fall ball for baseball, like or winter ba- baseball. Uh, just And literally put a national team, team in that league so these guys are fresh uh, and don't have heavy legs. 
uh, you know, come time to play this tournament. Um, that being said, I mean, also Jason Christ apparently made some terrible roster decisions as well. So, um, there's a lot to say about that. And, and of course there's the thing that so many of our players who in normal circumstances, like we have grown so much in the sport that four years ago, if we were kind of at that status of where U S soccer was, or I guess five years ago, because technically this was supposed to be in 2020, um, you know, Weston McKinney, Christian Pulisic, Tyler Adams, they all probably would not have been in Europe. They probably would have been here still. Um, and possibly on the Olympic team. So, I mean, there's the, the other side of the coin is that we have a lot of guys who were age eligible, but are playing in Europe right now. So, you know, that, that's, it's a glass half full way to look at it, but ultimately, uh, us not making the world, the Olympics, it sucks. It, it still sucks. Yeah. It's like, but it wasn't even just European teams, right? It wasn't like one of Atlanta's players not allowed to leave or something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah, possibly. I thought I heard something like Atlanta United stopped one of their one of their guys from leaving. Yeah, which yeah, I mean, that's allowed because it's technically yeah. it's not an A level tournament, so you can't block them. Yeah, you don't have to release players. So. Yeah, and I, I don't know when. I mean, from my understanding, I feel like I saw someone say somewhere when we used to make it a little more regularly, senior level players were. And they like I think that only ended in the nineties, but I, I could have misread that and that could be incorrect. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm looking up. Yeah, but yeah, uh, at some point I do remember FIFA was like, "Fuck this, we want the World Cup to be the best, so we're not going to allow the best players at the right. Olympics." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my keyboard, I know. All right, I'm not going to easily find it, so screw it. I'm not going to bother. If anybody wondering what the clicking is, I have a mechanical keyboard, and that's why you hear what you hear every once in a while. I try to be quiet with it, but I'm not always great. All right, so if that's it for Duffy Grant, and I'm sorry, I wish I had the sound effects for this, it's time for Pat's Betting Corner. All righty. Okay, uh, I put my bed in already. And uh, here's what I'm going with this year. Uh, I gotta log back on. Hold on. <laughs> uh, totally, I did. Totally I, I have accidentally put two five dollar bets on the Red Bulls to win MLS Cup. And you may be thinking, but Pat, you said that there's no chance in hell this team will win MLS Cup. <laughs> and that's true. But I put five dollars on my teams at the beginning of every season anyway, just for the hell of it. So. And if they win, you'll make some money. Exactly. If they surprise me, I make some money. All right, so uh, this week I am going with, for the season opener, I am going with Columbus over Philadelphia. I'm going with LAFC over Austin FC. And I'm going over Nashville SC over FC Cincinnati in my three-team parlay. And if you gamble with me last year, you know probably to ignore that because we all <laughs> lost some money. <laughs> some guy named Dimitri was hunting me down and wanted to break my legs last year. At this point, I'm curious when Maryland's so Maryland voted for sports gambling. I'm just waiting to see when the legislature actually implements it. Yeah, I have oh. to make sure. I have to make sure to put my bets in before May uh, May fifteenth. Yep. Do it. Do it as you right as you uh, exit the state of New Jersey. There you go. <laughs> All right. 
our uh, last thing on the agenda. Tr- well, actually, you can't even do that. We don't have anything to talk about for terrible team of the week. Well, let's just say this: we're all we're all the terrible team for thinking this team's going to do anything of any relevance this year. <laughs> we're the terrible team because we're going to watch them every single week, win or lose, because that's just what we do. So we are terrible. Gluttons <laughs> for punishment. Yeah. All right, so anything else to discuss for this week? God, no. Nope. Bring back Bradley Parnell. <laughs> I'm already right. over. I'm already done. <laughs> yeah, he. well, he is. Uh, Struber has not won a game as a Rebels manager, which is technically a fact. So, all right. Uh, let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash rant. One buck a month is all you need to get exclusive content, such as our monthly wrap-ups, which I am hoping that we'll actually do this year. Between COVID and work last year, that was just went out the window. Uh, you can email us redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, we do have a voicemail line, and I keep reactivating it, so it's there. 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash redbullrant. On Twitter, at redbullrant for the show, at Dr. Stooge for myself, at pmacda2 for Pat. At the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we wrap it up. Good news, Red Bulls slash New York Mets fans like myself. There's not a chance in hell this game will be rained out, so we'll actually get to see them play, barring they're playing the Washington Nationals and the other team gets COVID. So let's just hope Sporting Kansas City doesn't all get COVID at the same time. We'll actually get to see our team play on their opening night, opening game, on time. Holy fuck. Let's get excited. Let's get ready to get disappointed. Let's get out there and fucking win. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Just win, I guess. You can tell who's ready for this game and who's not. <laughs> All right. For Pat, Truman, and myself, this has been episode number 356 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. See you later. Bye.